Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are The Batman, I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. So we decided uh, it would be fun to pitch a Justice League spinoff. Not a movie, not a TV show, but a, a, a comic book. Uh, you know, we've all we've had many variations of the Justice League over the years. Justice League, Justice League Dark, Justice League international national jla yeah um so we thought it would be fun to pitch an original idea for a justice league subtitle um we pick the characters who are involved and we we pitch the concept of it uh that's what we're going with today we just we just thought it would be some be kind of fun um i changed mine at the last minute because um i we, we we are finally watching aquaman and the lost kingdom now that it's on max uh, review for that coming very soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, wolf. Um, but we are going to talk about it. But so, but actually, that movie kind of informed my decision of what I wanted to see. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, Matt, this was your idea, so I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. What? Let's start off with just what is what is your title and and overall concept for a Justice League spinoff. Well, I'm I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna rewind a little bit and just say I think kind of like the Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths cartoon is what kind of brought this into our into my mind. Okay. And it was like you know that there's always something different, always something new. But then we had an episode where I think I caught you off guard and said, "Hey, what's a comic book title you would create?" Or maybe you asked me that, and I think I said I would do like a like a, a Justice League strike force with Nightwing leading it or some crap like that. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I, let's run with that because that's okay. always fun. And, you know, pitching new comic book titles is is interesting because I think sometimes people, especially the bigger combo companies, they get stuck in the what's going to sell, mm. what care, what IP is the most popular. Whereas like currently writing for some indie comics, none of it's... <laughs> ip recognized you want it to be but so you just have to pitch these random things and hope it gets some kind of traction so i'm always excited when like when dc did that it was i want to say it was shortly after rebirth where they introduced like the terrifics and i can't remember who that little spider-man looking guy was there was like four or five new titles Mm. that they just kind of threw out there and unfortunately i don't think any of them stuck but I like the terrifics a lot. So I was like, let's do something like that. And of course, because it's DC and because it came from Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths, I'm like, let's go Justice League because they used to be a ton of Justice League titles. And I think now there's only two. Yeah. There's Justice. Even, I don't even think Justice League Dark is running anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I'm going to verify that while I'm talking. But no, I think that's like, because it used to be like there was Justice League and then there was Justice League of America. And then there was Justice League International. And then you even had the cartoons. I I just thought it would be fun to kind of do something of that nature um, and have and roll with it. So you want me to go right into my my thing, correct? Yeah, I'd love to hear what your what your concept. And also, yeah, uh, Justice League Dark ended in 2020, Um, just like the rest of the world did. Yeah, what's uh what was your overall concept and uh title for your Justice League subtitle? I I think I'm gonna stick with what I told you before, which is Justice League uh Intergalactic, which okay. is like or, or Galactic, I'm sorry, which is the idea of like the Justice League always seems to operate on Earth. 
And I was like, why wouldn't they have a team out there in the cosmos doing the thing? Because, you know, there are so many different, I mean, I know you have the lanterns and some of these other guys, but it's like the lanterns are their own thing. They have their own agenda. And I just thought it'd be interesting if you could get like a justice league team that was out there doing the justice league thing, not under Oa's control, not under whoever controls um, the man hunters, you know, just somebody who's kind of doing that good fight thing. So that was my idea. Okay. I like that idea. Yeah. Cause you're, you're right. Especially when you remember like the justice league has a base of operations in space. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of times I think you kind of summed up why there really hasn't been one is mostly because yeah, like the green lanterns exist whenever you want to go intergalactic or interstellar. Hey, used to use the lanterns as kind of, or, or or you know the new gods that's kind of what they're for but yeah occasionally the justice league has a mission that goes into space but it's usually as it's usually after like a direct encounter uh not so much like you know general patrolling like they do like, like they do in, in, on earth or at least in our solar system so yeah that's a cool idea uh because i think i think yeah outside of like new gods and green lantern you don't get a lot of or as much uh, time spent in the intergalactic realm of DC. Well, and I also think, especially with how, where I went is like, it also opens up an entire weird, who are we going to put on this team? Mm -hmm. Because I think unlike an earth-based justice league, like it's going to be really hard to put somebody like Batman or Huntress <laughs> mm -hmm. on a team that's out in space. Like you could do it because when justice league international was out, there had, you know, adventures in space and Blue Beetle and, and um, yeah. Mr. Gold and Batman were there. But I was like, no, you'd, you'd probably want a little bit, you know, more cosmic guys. That's the whole idea. Have something different. So my roster is insane. Well, and we always say, like, I know this is a Batman show, but we also are famous for saying that just because it's a DC property doesn't mean you have to incorporate Batman. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, an excuse to not to because i think having batman as a part of the team because he's even around for a lot of justice league dark as well so uh it, it can sometimes be almost like used like a, use like a crutch so it does kind of force you to say like yeah batman being on this team wouldn't make any sense yeah <laughs> when you had wonder woman in justice league dark wonder woman in justice league and wonder woman in her own series you just have that moment of like when does she sleep yeah i, mean, I know <laughs> she's immortal but like i know she's, she's she has a bladder she has to go to the bathroom at some point yeah yeah um, batman's in justice league and five of his own titles yeah how <laughs> well i mean we, we all know batman doesn't sleep so. i mean that's true um cool man yeah i like it all right what's yours did you do uh sub subversive justice league what do we do uh no i thought I, th I, I briefly considered doing like justice league like on uh, you know, under the water or something like that um you really but i actually decided what was more interesting and more uh i think relatable especially to the current state of the world uh is to call it justice league green okay and it's uh it's basically uh the justice league of it's, it's the eco justice league uh okay. justice league of the environment but i mean there's villains involved too but i i mean i really did get the idea to do this watching aquaman and the lost kingdom because the idea of a evil-backed global threat to the environment is, um, I think, very topical. 
yeah. and given and given the technology and the evolution of comics that we have in 2024, there's a lot of interesting things you can do with that. I think I think we'll talk more about this when we talk about Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom in, in, in next week. But I think what would have really benefited the movie was if it had focused on just uh, the environmental threat side of things. Um, I really don't care about the other stuff happening in that movie it's it's not as interesting it's not as impactful but that being said that level of a threat does feel like a justice league level threat not just an aquaman level threat um so i think if you're going to have a truly super villain backed assault on the uh ecosystem of the planet then uh let's let's have a special delegation of the justice league dedicated to dealing with those kinds of problems well i I think that's also really cool because you could also that just easily leads you into corruption Mm -hmm. leads you into going up against big big business big government big anything because you know most of the justice league teams they don't work with any kind of government nope uh, not impunity uh supervision anything like that you know and i think that would be neat especially you know what if you get into the whole thing that like somehow Wayne Enterprises is doing something and could yeah. you get the story where they're actually going against Batman? <laughs> That's why I can say it's one of those things like if it's sold really well and they decided to make it an ongoing series, then yeah, you could really get into that stuff. But even just as like a, as like a short limited series, it also gives you the opportunity to make a bunch of characters interact that normally probably don't get to interact with each other. Yeah. Or that you don't get to see a whole lot of. That's why it's one of those like you'd want to have a really truly killer writing team attached to this thing like like you know tom king or something like that who can really take some characters and 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 give them some depth that maybe they they've been missing out on and i I picked some i picked some interesting ones i will say that uh one of them's gonna make you laugh and one of them you might not know because honestly i didn't know about it until i googled it uh I'm but. just going to be mad if Guana Beast isn't on your team. That's all I'm saying right well, now. Well, let's go ahead and get into your team first. <laughs> uh, uh, so you said you've got one that is, no pun intended, out of this world. Uh, so let's let's hear what uh, – do you have villains picked as well or just heroes? I just did heroes. I okay. didn't do villains. I have a couple character. of villains picked. Uh, I don't care if you do or not, I but I, I had a sudden stroke of genius with mine, so I have a probably longer character list than you do. Oh my gosh, my character list disappeared. God dog it. Well, I it's fine. I can I can let me write it down real quick. You want me to do mine first while you do that or no, I just want to have it down. Okay. <clears throat> um so being an international, being it um not internet, being it intergalactic, being in space, my thing was the, the the perfect people to lead this team would be Mr. Miracle and Big Barda. Okay. I'm um, you know, you have they're from their new gods. They're from new Genesis. They would have all the understanding and ability to travel um, through the different cosmos, through the different areas. I think that would be totally cool. And I like those characters. They Every time they show up somewhere, I'm always excited for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that in mind, you're going to have to have some, some crazy, uh, crazy different characters. Um, do you know who Mr. Majestic is? I do not know. Okay. I'm Google him while you talk about him. I can put it in the chat if you want me to. So he is a Wildstorm character. He's basically one of those Superman allegories. Okay. Um, very, but he's 
part of the Wildcats Wildstorm thing where the cherubim are the good aliens that come and most of the superpower, most of the heroes that have superpowers are like hybrids of that. Mm-hmm. And he is like, was like a big nobleman of that time, blah, blah. He's basically Superman. Okay. Um, but I think what, because he spends most of his time in space or doing the alien thing in his titles and going galactic that way, I thought it would be much more interesting instead of just tossing Supergirl into the team mm. was having him be on the team himself. Sure. Um, <clears throat> the other one I have is, I mean, you, you're not going to be surprised by this at all, is Aztec. Now, the current Aztec is female. If oh, yeah. Okay. It took me a second to remember who you're talking about. Yeah. The, the male one sacrificed himself. Now, granted, that's pre-New 52, pre-Rebirth. Right. Everything I looked in said that he has never returned. It's always been this woman. Um, so that's where I would... I, I liked that. I always liked that character. I think it's something interesting to do. And it gets away from having to have, like, Hot Girl or something on the team. Is Aztec the one that... Um works with the or gets together with the ray later on uh the female version i believe does yes okay yes so do you need a picture as well no i got it pulled up here that's why that's why i pulled it up and it looked really familiar and i think that's what i'm thinking of yeah and then let's see the next one i have this is what i think is going to be really sweaty deep do you know who the dark stars are in dc comics um surface level not in any great amount of detail so it was a series that came out in the late, maybe early nineties. And they're essentially kind of like if you combine the Nova core with the green lantern core mm-hmm. and they are, when you get into the deep background of them, they are an offshoot of the lantern core that kind of want to do more of their own thing. Mm-hmm. I just think they have a really cool look and I would use the Carla white version of the character who was in the series for a while and then quits and this would be a great way to bring not only the dark stars back, but her back into the fold. That also gets you the two, two or three females on the team, which I think would be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, like I said, these characters, they kind of had their own series and then eventually they became villains cause they were taken over, which I hate. So I'm yeah. going to bring them in. Um, <clears throat> Are you a fan of the Green Lantern animated series, the CGI one? I believe you are. I, I still, to this day, have not watched it. Okay. And, I, I, and I know I know people are already screaming at me when they hear me <laughs> say that. It was one of those, like, it was on Cartoon Network at just the right age for me to not care. Because I was, I was at that weird young adult stage where I didn't care about animation stuff for a little bit. Sure. Um, and I've just never gone back to watch it. But I've heard it's incredible. So to avoid having to have a Green Lantern on this team, I'm going to have Razor from that show be on the team. He has been recently introduced into the comics. Okay. Um, even though that series ended, he did end up appearing in an episode, maybe two, of Young Justice. So the series ends with him leaving, but he's been, he was a Red Lantern throughout the whole show. It oh, I He's going to be a blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... I would, instead of having Green Lantern, have him there. And now whether he's going to be both a Blue Lantern and a Red Lantern combined, I have no idea. I would probably lean just making him be a Blue Lantern, but having him be both might actually add some funness to it. I think a Blue Lantern is more interesting just because um, we have, there's uh, 
truly the the full spectrum and i don't have them on display right now but i have a box with uh, all the different spectrum rings um yeah we've seen green and yellow lanterns in our whole lives we've seen bits of red lanterns um particularly in injustice but like the blue lantern core the other the other variations i think would be cool to get some some time spent with them and a chance to again like it's a comic book let's spend some time with other lantern cores uh and get them involved especially because you said you're not going to use a green lantern and to me that is insane <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> well i think what i would in my opinion the whole thing is like what the green lantern core sometimes what they're doing is great and sometimes you have those moments of like you guys are pricks <laughs> yeah yeah so as much as how jordan does end up doing his own thing more often than not i feel like when you're talking about influence and their agenda i would keep a green lantern out of this team well it's when you the green lantern Corps has a lot in common with the jedi especially our modern interpretation of the jedi where like through things like tales of the jedi and ahsoka and all that like we like yeah the, the jedi weren't always all good or all right sometimes they were a little you know up their own ass about certain yeah. things and and the that's very much in common the green lantern core has that very much in common especially the guardians the guardians have so much in common with the the jedi council that we know from star wars it's it's actually can't believe that never occurred to me until like just now <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant bro that's right and then the last one just because like i like chaos and it would be hilarious because i think he's always fun i just drop lobo on the team you're out of your mind with that one <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Lobo. I you I that, that's one of those it's like, ooh, I'd have to I'd have to see a script. <laughs> it just like just the idea of Mr. Majestic and Lobo being on the same team, it yeah. just writes itself at that point. Like you're having a ball. Well, yeah, I I guess stuff like this, you've always got to have that one outlaw that you basically blackmail into uh into into working with the good guys uh for a little bit i mean i i have a little bit of that in mind too so i guess we're kind of on the same page in that way well and it just makes good writing you know if everybody's getting along and there's no rivalry amongst the team like you know because big bard and mr miracle they're not gonna they're not gonna be rivaling yeah you, know, you might get some dark star you know razor kind of thing going on because they don't trust each other but like yeah. just putting lobo in there to just be ridiculous i think would be hilarious hell yeah so that's my team that's my randomness i think it cool, just man. and just having them go through the cosmos helping planets solving problems you know who knows i think it would just be hilarious that's some deep shit man that's some deep cut like <laughs> yeah i didn't know a lot of that Ooh, i had to do some googling while we were talking uh because <laughs> Uh, but you know that's but i also i think i think that's kind of the point again we said like let's let you can use this as an excuse again you do these as like a sh short limited series or something and you can get characters in there that you normally wouldn't get to play with because they're not going to sell long term but yeah you get some if again we saw we saw it with you know you mentioned mentioned him earlier but like when you look at what they the glow up they gave buona beast and batman the brave and the bold animated series yeah to where he's the heartfelt you know sacrifice we end the series on and yeah. it feels earned with buona beast <laughs> well and that's where like the only problem i really had with my roster was like there's no big hitter as far as like big name 
I mean, you could that. I think that's where maybe Lobo. Well, if you if you if you if you don't mind a bit of feedback, um, no, go ahead. Or, uh, that's where I think it's like you could have because I did something similar with my team, and I'll tell you about it in a sec. Where you have like an OG member that's there to like sponsor slash supervise this this adjacent team. Yeah, because Batman kind of did that with Justice League Dark. Yeah. Um, and so you could have, well, I mean, shit in Teen Titans, we saw that when Cyborg does the Titans East for a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, so you could have, say, John Stewart or uh, Martian Manhunter or Martian Manhunter, you know, someone who knows these outer sectors. Again, I think that's where, why you get like a Green Lantern in there that way, because he could, he could be your connection then into Razor is yeah. by having Hal or Kyle or, or John be there to be like hey i'm gonna bring this guy in we you know work with him before or whatever he can but then that way you could have a green lantern that's just kind of in the atmosphere but you don't have to use them all the time he's yeah. there as a liaison for the justice league not the green lantern core i mean you know even more of like these are problems that green lanterns don't want to mess with that's yeah. why you're here right you know what i'm like that would be a cool thing of like hey yeah. Oa, Oa has decreed that this thing that's happening is just an interplanetary problem that they're not yeah. getting involved in, but you guys need to go. Because you, you could literally have it be, yeah, he, like, he goes to the Justice League and says, like, hey, yeah, Oa doesn't want to get involved. I need a team. You can have the rest of the league. You can be like, we don't have enough league members who know this extraterrestrial realm like you do. So he just goes, well, then fine. I'm just going to go pick who we've got and I'm going to make it work. And so that's, yeah, that's how you get, that could just be that through line in that first issue to get this team put together. Yeah. The Batman, Batman just goes to Hal. He's like, look, I have my outsiders. Go make your own yeah. Justice League team. Leave my I, people alone. I, I, have to go, <laughs> I have to go stand in the corner and groan every time John Constantine does magic. Can you? <laughs> my favorite thing in anything dc animated ever is just every time in that movie magic happens batman just goes uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good so good all right what's your roster I'm, I'm now i'm curious what you got all right so so this is what i was talking about like why i suggested doing that thing with the green lantern so what i have is that aquaman is going to be the like supervisory yeah. like i'm putting this this special team together you're gonna go do your own thing but i'm like i'm your your contact point back to the justice league um and i'm gonna have him you want to have that person that the, the overseer installs who's kind of on their same wavelength i didn't want to just do aqualad um yeah. so instead what i went with was a character called dolphin okay are you familiar with her i mean i'm sure if i look up a picture i'm gonna know yeah, just Google DC Dolphin. Um, she uh, has she did a lot. Okay. Of, yeah, I, I, she's in Young Justice, isn't she? I think so. I stopped yeah. watching Young Justice. Like I'd never got very far into it, so I can't say for sure. But um, but yeah, she's she's another like Atlantean type. You know, well, I don't know whether or not she's a member of the Justice League, but whatever. I'm playing with house money at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who cares? Uh, but I also feel like there's an opportunity here for a great character arc with another character, um, which is basically Aquaman's going to name another because because I've got a lot of like 
people who probably aren't Justice League members, but like this is their first shot at being in the Justice League because it's a special project. Yeah. So Aquaman's like, I can't dedicate enough time to this because of King of Atlantis business and Justice League business. I need someone who has it, who is a good, who can, can put in a leadership role, basically be the assistant manager of this team. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're going to work in green arrow nice nice. because because then you have this really great thing where green arrow is like now being put like hey man you're basically being put this is basically like if you want to lead your own team this is your audition tape like you make this work and we'll let you lead this team like legit you won't have to answer to anyone except you know the og7 you can you know operate you can oversee this whole operation um and so we can have some great moments of character growth and character arc of like green arrow struggling with that basically um whether he either doesn't think he's up to it or or doesn't want it or (laughs) you know whatever the case might be um then we'll get in another character who's been in the justice league before and it this one's got this one's got some fan pull as well just like aquaman and green arrow that's vixen get vixen in there Vixen's always cool. I like Vixen's Vixen. always fun. Hey, look, they they did it in the Arrowverse. They've done it a lot in the animation. They made a point of making her one of the OGs in the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, animated thing, which was not expected. Uh, but again, you know, we're looking at this is an this is dealing with the environment, dealing with nature. So you want to have animal representation. So you've got Vixen. I'm also going to throw in Beast Boy nice because okay. you, you can have we've had examples of like cyborg is now you know based on based on what you're reading an og member of the justice league we've seen where characters like nightwing and raven and starfire have crossed over into working with the justice league let's give beast boy a shot and again that's another opportunity where it's like he's got to learn to play with the big boys now yes you now beast boys beast boy isms aren't going to jive with the justice <laughs> league quite like they do the teen titans yeah so let's have some fun with beast boy in there and then for shits and giggles is throwing buona beast yes um he was always on my list i just yeah he was always on my <laughs> list uh, of course buona beast why would you not because buona beast i feel like could be that like kind of like how wildcat is sometimes uh especially with black canary like he's just like that old seasoned guy who never like he never went full-time big leaguer but he's he just doesn't give a shit he's one of those guys he's like a he's like perfectly happy with his content blue collar superhero lifestyle you know the guys who have spent their their who have spent 50 years working at a at a at, as a garbage man because they're like whatever man it's work i don't i'm just you know, i'm yeah. happy with my life so he can kind of be there in the background being like the wise old janitor or the the, the grizzled old vet who's just there spouting advice like he's given green arrow advice from from you know just like you know chin up there son you know that kind of thing um i also thought it would be cool because you can work in some overlaps with other characters so like you could have swamp thing show up uh for like an issue swamp because again swamp thing has never been a justice leaguer he he kind of just likes to stay away from everyone else unless they give him a reason to um so obviously you cross over with swamp thing at some point i thought it'd be cool to uh cross over with another subtitle with justice league dark so you could have like black orchid show up um of course, you know, you throw in Lobo. Well, I'm going to throw in Poison Ivy 
as you know someone they have to talk to and then also just again for for fun uh let's throw in medfield you know who medfield is medfield yeah no medfield is a green lantern medfield is a green lantern from a uh planet where everyone is basically plant-based oh let's see have i seen him before nope don't know that dude (laughs) yeah i didn't either he showed up when i was just googling i was like is there anybody i'm not thinking of and he popped up and i was like oh yeah sure why not get him in there for an issue it's fine um because i think that and and the reason i picked also like having like a swamp thing and black orchid who are magic based and medfil who's kind of intergalactic based and also poison ivy who's kind of the the villain who's been enjoying a bit of an anti-hero streak in uh, re- in recent years Mm -hmm. Uh, because i also picked three villains they could be working against which is uh black manta floronic man and mr freeze okay yeah heck yes that makes a lot of sense um because then because because black poison ivy gives you your connection to floronic man it's like we need a way and what i basically had it was you've got black manta and floronic man are basically just like fuck the planet full (laughs) ego terrorist we're gonna make it everything for just the water and for the and for the land basically and then you get mr freeze who gets thrown in he's like dibs on the poles yeah you know dibs on north you know dibs on the north and south pole um so you get a whole array of characters from a bunch of different backgrounds you know you got some batman characters some superman characters some aquaman characters a whole bunch of other stuff some of their own characters and you can just have again this is one of those it's like it's such a weird amalgamation of characters and such a polarizing concept i think that this may or may not sell well so it's one of those like cool you can do this as a one-off low risk low low risk high reward um and if it does end up doing well then it leaves the door open again like you mentioned like you could have a thing where yeah wayne enterprises is involved and they're like yeah how y'all want to handle this <laughs> yeah well because that's the thing too is you know look as as cool and comic booky as some of this stuff is there's so many of these characters who are owners and the big heads of these giant corporations. There is zero way they're keeping track of anything. Yeah. So to have some like additional accountability, like, Hey, Bruce Wayne, it's great that you're Batman doing all these things, but you also have to take care of your own stuff. Shit, dude, you got green arrow on this team. Mm -hmm. Queen industries, you know, like you can have it where you have like a, like, you know, like volume two would be, it would basically be like the whole entire run would be queen industries versus Wayne industries. Or, or you even have like they assault this place and stop it and they get inside. And then one of the guys is like, uh, green arrow, you need to look at this. You walk up and there's the queen industries logo on half their equipment. Yeah. And you're like, exactly. Oh (laughs) yeah. You can, and you, you could have, you could have smaller character moments. Like, you know, it's, it's, we do, they do the thing all the time where Vixen's a supermodel you know something you can have a, 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 a one issue that's just her dealing with like a, a you know a fur in the industry issue or something like that and beast boy gets involved maybe yeah. you, you could have a lot of fun with this but you could also tell some really uh sensitive topic stories that are very topical um because that's what comics do that's yeah. what comic books do well and, and like you said like even if if they're fighting eco-terrorism like some of that is as simple as like, like clean up the street, stop throwing your crap. I mean, you don't want to get that yeah. minute per se, but like having a storyline of like, guys, the, you guys come to this park 
but you keep leaving your trash dude you could that could be a whole issue just for beast boy of yeah. like he's like i'm i don't know if i'm cut out for this and he's just strolling the streets of a city one night having a i don't know if you watched ted lasso but um, i have not in season two, one of the coaches, there's an entire episode that's just dedicated to one of the coaches and all the crazy crap that happens to him overnight um, <laughs> from the time that he leaves the game to the time that he goes into the office the next morning because he's a really weird character. And it's like, what is this guy's deal? You could have an entire episode of that. I mean, remember you remember in Justice League Unlimited when they had the crowd control episode where oh, yes, Booster Gold? You, it's, it, you could just do one of those with it where it's Beast Boy. Yeah where he's just like, I feel like I'm not making a difference. I feel like I'm not cut out for this. And he catches some guys, yeah, trashing a park or whatever and and just kind of has a come-to-Jesus thing with them. And then Buona Beast shows up in the background. It's like, so what you did back there, kid? Told you you got, I told you you had it in you to be a part of this team because that's what Buona Beast is going to be in this book. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be the dude who's going to be like, no, dude, that's incredible. But no, yeah. I think that would be awesome. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun um we love to know what you guys think we'd love to know what you guys would pitch is there a justice league subtitle that you'd like to have that maybe you have some character ideas for uh let us know in the comments uh if you're watching this on youtube or if you're watching this on facebook uh let us know if you're listening to this on the good pods app you can leave a comment when you uh rate and review the episode as well we always love to hear from you guys make sure you follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash watb pod you can find me on social media at mr mike shea you can find me at Mr. J Ninja. That is going to do it for this episode of We Are the Batman. We'll see you guys again next time. Same bat time, same bad podcast channel. Bye bye.